content warning. On this podcast, we discuss grown-up issues, including but not limited to swearing, tasteless jokes, mentions of drug use, and situations of a sexual nature. This podcast is not intended for children. Welcome to Bibliorex. I'm Bugs. And I'm Bam Bam. And this is where we read the worst stories the world has to offer. Bam Bam, what wrecked you this week? I got wrecked by a little more book called The Writer's Lost Creek. Mm. Oh, sorry, uh, singular, The Writer of Lost Creek. Oh, so less excitement. Yeah, it's not nearly as many of them. That's, I'm I'm already disappointed. Yeah. I quit. Oh, it's only going to get worse. <laughs> Sad. Uh, so what is it about? It is about Lance Kilkenny, the writer of Lost Creek. The story follows a simultaneously unknown but still reputed gunslinger named Lance Kilkenny. Did he kill Kenny? No, no. Well, I mean, he might have. Can't oh. rule it out. Uh, he's killed a lot of people, both good and bad, allegedly. You, you can't just you just can't pin down Lance Kilkenny. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Traveling through the live Oaks country of Texas in a town called Batawa on the request of a cattleman friend named Mort Davis, almost immediately upon arriving in town, Kilkenny browbeats two young people who are rude to him and has a murder nearly foisted upon him before whacking his accuser, turned nemesis, and turning the accusal around on his new nemesis. <laughs> You're going to have to explain that a little more. I don't know what's going on. So what happens is uh, he comes upon two young people. Okay. And is immediately treated rudely. And uh, he, he tells them what for. Okay. Because one of them's a woman. One of the two women in this story. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he, he has to put her in her place because it's a, a Western written in the 70s. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. You said there was a murder foisted upon him? Right. He is accused of a recent murder that happened because he happened to come into town on a trail where a guy was recently killed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he comes in, gets into an argument, and then is accused of murder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty much. So after that, Kilkenny noses around the other two large cattlemen who are on the brink of a land war, uh, Webb Steele and Chet Lord, all putting up and tearing down barbed wire, and both of them slowly pushing, or trying to push out Mort Davis, Kilkenny's friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. That That's the larger plot. Uh, there is a B-plot, but <sighs> meh. Anyway. Kilkenny finds out about several murders that have gone on for the past few years from the Webb Steel and Chet Lord ranches whilst he's visiting them. Suspects they are connected for little to no reason. Like, he'll he'll just be talking to somebody and they'll be like, hey, there was a, a murder over in that direction. And he'd be like, hmm. And he, he comes across like several of these and he's like, I think these are all connected for some reason. Is he supposed to be like a detective? He, that's he's a little detectivey. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. He also learns about an outlaw town called Apple Canyon, where his new nemesis lives and fled to. Several gunfights and rounds of fisticuffs later, and he ends up at the bar in Apple Canyon. Kilkenny beats up the bartender for not answering his questions and offers violence to the other patrons who ran off, only to be shot by their boss. Gracious. Mm-hmm. A lot of violence. They they just get chased out of the bar by Kilkenny after he beats up the bartender. Right. And they just start riding down the road to get out of town. And uh, all all three of them get shot. By who? 
their boss. Who's their boss? Don't know yet. Oh, I was I was so confused. Mm-hmm. I was like, you are you skipping over? Yeah, it's it, it's purposely obscured at this point. Okay, the they want you to kind of like figure out like, mm-hmm. oh, what happened? And, yeah. Okay, so it is he doing this murder mystery thing then? He's trying. Okay, okay, yeah. I was confused. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it because it doesn't. It certainly doesn't feel like a murder mystery until like halfway through the story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, only to be almost immediately ruined, but I'll get into that later. Then in the bar, a woman named Nita Reardon. Uh, Wait, Nita Rear End? Reardon. Okay. Like Rear Done. Nita Rear Done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, she's already been touted to have ill repute by several other men in the story. And... Was her rear done? <laughs> well, maybe. Is she a prostitute? The story goes back and forth. She's either a lesbian or a prostitute, and the story isn't very clear. She's bad either way. Yeah, well, she's presented as bad for half of the story, and then the other half, she's the only other good person besides Lance. Confusing. Very confusing. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, questions are welcome. So immediately upon speaking to kill Kenny, she immediately starts swooning. Mm. Mm. Wait. She's what? She's going. She falls in love with him. Uh, it's presented that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or she's she's very flirty and suggestive. Okay. Not, like, suggestive in a way that's like, uh, I want to have relations with you, sir. More like, uh, you you seem like someone I could fall in love with. Suggestive? Interesting. Yep. Okay. But this isn't a strong, good man rescues the whore situation either, is it? A A little bit, like, not necessarily the whore. I don't know. A lot of the characters in the story do treat her as if she she were... So he's playing with tropes badly. Yeah. Okay. Real badly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also refuses to answer any of his questions, and he doesn't beat her up for reasons. Uh, he's a gentleman. Yeah, clearly. Nita warns Kilkenny of a man who stands to benefit from the land war. He hates Kilkenny with a passion, but wants to have a dramatic altercation with him uh, when he could very easily just shoot him down from a safe vantage, as he did his men like five minutes before in the story. Hmm. And she won't. She won't tell him who it is for fear that he'll kill all of her family that is never mentioned in the story. Hmm. Because she's presented as living alone. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Kilkenny spends the next couple of days bouncing between Batala, the Lord, Davis, and Steel Ranches, and Apple Canyon, getting into fights and doing light detectiving. Eventually, Kilkenny suspects a serial killer that is separate from the larger land war. Hmm. For reasons. So, on his deathbed, Chet Lord, one of the land warring ranchers, He suddenly has like a heart attack, a plot heart attack, and is dying and asks for Kilkenny. Okay. Mm -hmm. Does he know Kilkenny? Yeah, they've met. Oh, but Mm -hmm. not like you're my best friend or previously knew each other? Apparently they've met for long enough that uh, uh, Chet Lord knows that Lance Kilkenny is a a man of... uh, 
respect and I don't know what, what do you, what do you he call comes it? in and just wows the locals yep he is just the bestest best he, boy he's the uh, ultimate gunslinger you've never heard of but also a detective and a ladies man and everyone loves him mm-hmm. okay I don't, I don't know that I would call him a ladies man because I'll get into that theory later so anyway on his deathbed Chet Ward just tells Kilkenny who the killer is <laughs> Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's that's a drum. Yep. That's just no, it's such a, a letdown. Fail. That's such a letdown. Because <laughs> throughout the story, like uh, anytime he's not dealing with, with like the land war stuff, he's just like, oh, there's also the serial killer. I theorize exists. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. And uh, the serial killer is his son, Steve Lord. Okay. Yep. He has been mentioned at this point in the story, but so little that I've, at this point in the story, I was like, who, who's Steve? <laughs> right. Because mm-hmm. he gets mentioned at the very beginning and uh, he shows up once before Kilkenny makes it to Apple Canyon. Because hmm. he's, Steve also has a thing for Nita. Okay. Mm-hmm. This guy's bad at naming things. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I hate the name Nita Reardon. And, uh, uh, Lord, like, come on. Yep. Ch- okay. Chet and Steve Lord. I mean, it is very white guy sounding. So. Well, there are only white people in the story, so. Yeah, I mean, that tracks. Well, actually, that's not true. Uh, Nita and one of her friends, uh, the, the story refers to her friend as a half breed yakky. What's that? I believe it's uh, some Native American. Like uh, a pejorative? Or... I don't know that's a pejorative. I think it's just uh, the anglicized version of whatever oh, okay. that Okay, so instead of know. like Cherokee or something. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But half breed is a pejorative. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you can add racist along with misogynistic to the right. tags in this book. Okay. So, now that. Kilkenny knows that Steve Lord is the serial killer. Uh, Kilkenny and an angry mob mob plan an assault on Apple Canyon, where Steve and the actual villain of the story, who stands to benefit from all this land war stuff, and uh, his outlaws are holed up. So is Steve the bad guy behind the land war? Nope. Oh. Totally disconnected from that entire thing. Okay. He hit his head, and now he's a serial killer. Convenient. Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially for his dad, so his dad doesn't have to feel any remorse. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, no, he's dead, and he's... Oh, he pre- died. Yeah, he he tells Kilkenny that his son's a killer, and then he dies. <laughs> and now, now it's Kilkenny's fault, uh, problem. Oh, wow. That... Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. And Kilkenny makes a real big deal about taking care of this for Chet. His newest best friend. His, yep, his deadest best friend. Okay. 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 Very quickly, the angry mob takes a strategic point in the town of Apple Canyon. Uh, they take their well so that anytime someone walks out to get a pail of water, they get shot. Oh. Yep. So Apple Canyon is a, it's deemed an outlaw town. Okay. 
no women and children here? Oh, no, there definitely are. And their husbands are all running out desperate to get their family's water, and they're getting shot for it. All so that Lance Kilkenny can shoot a MacGuffin. So who are they? Go they're going after Steve. Yeah, Steve and uh, the still mysterious figure. <laughs> so they're staking out a well to go after Steve, the serial killer, mm -hmm. but also to go after this mysterious unknown bad guy? Yep. How are they going to know who to shoot if they don't know who that is? A anybody that isn't hiding in the town is a, is a target. Wow. Mm -hmm. I Presumably. Uh, it's only presented as quote-unquote bad guys running out to the well. But they're... <laughs> it's so weird because they're presented as the bad guys, but they're also just desperate to go get a drink. <laughs> They're like That's sitting. Such and... a conflicting message. Yeah, it's really messed up. <laughs> hey, you want some water, babe? <laughs> That's so mean. Yeah, it's really messed up. Okay. That's just horrible. Yep. That's mean. It feels really evil. <laughs> That's. <sighs> okay, so is he running a posse? Is this okay? So he has a posse. Is he deputized? Uh, he did is there a get, sheriff in town? There is not a sheriff, but there was a marshal that was like riding through at one point okay. and was like, Hey, you're deputized, and just books it. He's gone. So Kill Kenny is deputized, yep. but he's he's he has a posse mm -hmm. that is shooting people who need water. Yep. Um, and this is out west in the mm -hmm. desert in Texas. In Texas. Mm -hmm. What time of year is this happening? I believe summertime. Because I think, uh, I'm pretty sure at one point they mentioned it's very hot. <sighs> that makes that better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, while the posse is slowly murdering the town, Kilkenny just, uh, uh, he leaves the group and breaks off to confront the villain of the story, a man named Royal Barnes. Royal Barnes? Mm -hmm. I, I don't have a joke for that. I'm sorry. That yeah. is Royal, Royal Barnes. <laughs> Royal Barnes, uh, a man that has been mentioned but never focused on in the story. Because this story just keeps just, it just drops like random names uh, every now and then. Just trying to stoke up some prestige by association with other gunfighters for Lance Kilkenny. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Barnes postures for a while about gunslingers and reputations and... The villain monologue. Mm -hmm. And then Steve Lord triggers a trap and dies off screen. What? He falls into a trap? Yep. Because the story mentions traps exist around where Royal Barnes is holed up at. Never mentions what kind or anything like that. Or like Lance Kilkenny having to get past these. But Steve Lord, despite spending a lot of time in Apple Canyon, just runs dick first into a pistol trap and dies. So you could have like completely cut out this Steve and his dad, Lord mm -hmm. people, and it I, would have not changed the story at all. Nope. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that the that whole thing was like a B plot. Uh, Is it to do filler? Afterwards. Is it to get his word count up? Probably, yeah, because it's already a short book. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as Steve Ward triggers the trap and dies, this 
triggers Kilkenny and Barnes to shoot at each other. Barnes dies and Kilkenny is injured. He spends the last few pages recovering, nursed by Nita, who inquires about a future together. But Lance Kilkenny is a stoic lone gunslinger who must always be on the move and can't have a family because he has a revolver where his penis used to be. Because every day is a danger when you're Lance Kilkenny, the rider of Lost Creek. (laughs) That sounds like... A short, very, very messy mess. But you know what I like to find at the bottom of a well? These ads from our sponsors. Oh. Not really. It's just me giving us a little... It's just saying our socials. Oh, yeah. I was just, I was just playing into it. I was too. Oh, I, I was a part of my bit, <laughs> goddammit! Hello, Biblio freaks, geeks, and lovers. Bugs here with a couple of notes. We have a Patreon where every month we focus on a bad book, bad movie combo. Please leave comments and suggestions on our Facebook page or email us at biblioreks at gmail.com. That's spelled B-I-B-L-I-O-W-R-E-C-K-S at gmail.com. We are on all the socials at Biblioreks. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you are enjoying these bad books as much as we are. Welcome back from your ads about cleansing your colon with actual Irish spring. Squeaky uh, clean. Lovely, lovely. Uh, so we, we've got some stuff we, we have to talk about this this story. <sighs> Do we really? Yeah. <laughs> There's more? Yeah. So the mild racism, and the only reason the racism is mild is because what other races are presented are barely there. Oh, okay. So it's just, it's like a throwaway line. Yep. Because <clears throat> the, the only other person that is brought up as another ethnicity is uh, the half-breed Yaki mm-hmm. that uh, I brought up earlier. Hmm. And uh, yeah, he, he's just, uh, he just Nita Reardon's buddy. Okay. Yep. So there's 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 two minorities and two women. Mm-hmm. Are both women Actually, minorities? Only one of them is. Nita Reardon is a Irish Latino? Latina? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, just like uh, on Middle American News, uh, if you can't get a bunch of minorities, you just get all of your minorities in one person. Okay, yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. So... Okay, so you talked us through the story, but can you just specify her story, Anita Reardon's? Like, what what's her story arc? What what be, what happens to her? She she is infatuated with Lance Kilkenny, and that's her entire story. That's pretty much it. That's kind of sad. She, she lives in a in a rough town with rough people. Okay, working at a bar. Wow. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Yep. And the next thing is the misogyny and female erasure, Mm -hmm. because only two women, one of them is a a spoiled brat, and the other one is ostensibly a whore. Right. Yeah. This is uh, Lance Kilkenny's friend, Rusty Gates, expositing about... Rusty Gates? (laughs) 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 Rusty Gates! Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) This is Rusty Gates uh, expositing to Kilkenny about Nita Reardon. The border bar, that's Nita's place. She runs it herself. The last house, the one with the flowers around it, is Nita's. They say no man has ever entered the place. You see? 
Rusty glanced at Lance. Nita straight, though it's been some that doubt it from time to time, but Nita puts him straight. I don't know if Rusty is saying she's gay or... Right? Yeah, because he could just be saying she's straight, like, you know how you'd say, like, a straight-laced person. Okay, right? Uptight? I don't know if this uh, 1970s Western would really open up and and talk about any kind of... Right, okay, Mm -hmm. true. Yeah, I don't don't know that it would open up anything besides straight relationships. Right. Mm -hmm. Not really sure how to take that. It just stuck out really weird to me. But no man has entered her house? Yep. That, that's the only thing that gives me pause is n- no man has entered her house. And then he says, she's straight, actually. <laughs> but she runs a bar. Yep. She owns the bar? No. She so, run- Okay. Some other character. It, it mentions it, but I didn't write them down because they only get brought up once. Okay. That is just a confusing mess. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. My next issue, the constant name dropping of famous people f- throughout the history of the West. He's best friends with Jesse James. Well, he's constantly comparing Lance Kilkenny to other gunfighters throughout history. Like, ones that you would have known back in the day if you had any kind of interest in uh, Western history. Is he comparing them to real-life characters or people within the mythology of Louis L'Amour? No, like, real people, like uh, Billy the Kid and stuff like that. Okay. So, I've got a quote on that. Uh, This is Kilkenny speaking to himself. (laughs) Okay. Gun experts were as much part of the West as Indians or cows. It was not an accident that there were so many, and there were good and bad essential to the making of the West. Kilkenny was one of the few who saw his own place in the scheme of things clearly. He knew just exactly what he meant, what he was. Billy the Kid, Pat Garrett, Wes Harden, Hickok, Ben Thompson, Tom Smith, Earp, Masterson, Tillman, John Selman, and all the rest were a phase. Most of them cleared out bad men, opening up the West. They fought Indians, and they were the tough outer bark of the pioneering movement. The West was a raw country, and raw men came to it, but there had to be peace. Okay, so this is just, this is just Western expansion porn. It's just worshipping the Western gunslinger Mm -hmm. with no self-awareness. But yeah, he brings up like a big big list of names like that, like at least a dozen times. Uh, Like sometimes other names, but it'll just be random Western figures so that you get a sense of Lance Kilkenny being compared to them. Like, yeah, he's one of those guys. Without... Uh, yeah, you don't have to write your own character. Yeah, we're not going to bother mm. making you appreciate this character like he mm. is like these people. We're just going to tell you, yeah, he's as good as them. Mm-hmm. He's better. Yeah. He's even smarter and more self-aware than them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of that, and it's very annoying. 
cheese. My, my number one comparison for books like this is Lonesome Dove right. by Larry McMurtry. Mm-hmm. And he does the same thing a little bit. He'll mention like one or two names at the same time, but there are literal dozens of chapters in between. Like the story mm-hmm. is bringing them up to add a little bit of context if you know a little bit of Western history right. rather than riding its coattails. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like he shows his characters a lot more than mm-hmm. just saying, yeah, he's this so-and-so. And yeah. As good as this other guy. Mm-hmm. Like, never are any of Larry McMurtry's characters directly compared the way that Lance Kilkenny is compared to every historical figure from mm. the Old West. And weren't a lot of those characters actually outlaws who were yeah, not like West good Harden. people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like maybe in his mythology they're good guys chasing bad guys, mm-hmm. but in reality I don't think all of those were a list of stellar heroes. Yeah, they super weren't. Uh, here's the next part of that quote. These men, lawless as many of them were, were also evidence of the coming of law and order, for many of them became sheriffs or marshals, became men who made the West safer to live in. There could be an end to strife. It was not necessary to go on killing. It could be controlled, and one way to control it was to put the law in the hands of strong men. Often he was himself a bad man, and sometimes he killed the wrong man, but by and large he... Hmm. He kept many other gunmen from killing many more men <laughs> and brought some measure of order to the West. I thought you'd like that part. Yeah. Um, wow. Vigilante much? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter if the cops are bad people as long as the people they're catching are worse people. <laughs> and there's no one to say, hey, you did a bad thing because he's the only gun in town, apparently. Wow. Isn't it still like that today, though? <laughs> I mean, if it's not what quite, I hate is he is putting what sixty or seventy years of Western expansion to mm-hmm. from you know the East Coast to California, he's compressing it into these couple of stories and completely ignoring normal everyday life the impact that slavery or women had on these things and just i'll bet this guy watched um john wayne and loved it and that was the only thing he could write i think this came around or he wrote a lot of these books as john wayne's career was you know being very popular at the time mhm you know cuz most cowboys were latino mm-hmm. you know most cowboys were black and brown people they Mm -hmm. were not this white guy gunslinger and i just really hate it when people take their mary sue and then insert them into x historical space Mm -hmm. and then they're the bestest best people ever Mm -hmm. we are going to and everyone different everyone else everyone with a conflict they're the baddies Mm -hmm. and i mean it's a it's it's most stories most stories have to use some of those tropes because mm-hmm. you have to have this good guy, bad guy conflict thing mm-hmm. to make a story happen. Yeah, it's a it's a dynamic that <sighs> is endemic to storytelling. It's just a little child playing cowboys and Indians and completely ignoring. That's exactly what this is. So here's how I feel about the story as a whole. I think Lou Lamore already had his formula nailed down at this point. Mm. 
Uh, Rider of the Lost Creek reads nothing as much as a McDonald's Quarter Pounder tastes. Okay. How mm. many... I don't know if you have it off the top of your head. How many books had he written? Oh, it's an absurd his... amount. Didn't you say it was over 100? It was like a lot. Yeah. Okay. Like a... So he was cranking them out. He had yeah. his formula. Okay. Yeah. Nothing involved in it is good for you, but it fills you up for a couple hours. Because mm. these are all short, mostly self-contained stories. Some of them are series. A beach read. Yeah. This came out in the heyday of the Westerns, 1976. Written for young boys who wanted to hear stories about good men killing bad men. Gun battles, adventure, etc. Mm-hmm. That is certainly what it attracted me to them as a as a young kid. But looking at it now that I'm older, I think of it as the decaying foundation boys set their expectations on. Uh, it was an opportunity to build something lasting in the hearts of young readers, like emotional depth or empathizing with a character that may have a totally opposite view while not necessarily being outright wrong. Mm-hmm. But instead, it was just another pile of words insisting there is nothing more interesting than a man killing another man with fast flying lead rather than learning why that character is shooting mm. the writer of lost creek is a cheap fast food sandwich in a greasy bag that you eat in your car to alleviate the tension of hating your job for 10 hours straight yeah i mean i've i've been there i've enjoyed books like that over the years mm-hmm. you know it, it, there's a couple different um mystery authors where it is the same story over and over and over but you kind of have that comfort of knowing what the plot's going to be knowing the character you read about everything will revolve around them there won't be any diversion or change really Hmm. um what would you say is like the explicit content in this is there cussing is there sex is there explicit violence i mean aside from like bang 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 kind of stuff yeah pretty explicit violence like there are people like getting in fights and getting like their faces bashed in and needing stitches yeah but no no real cussing like uh you're kind of down home on the range uh cuss you you bleep 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 (laughs) yeah like there's no actual like what we could we would consider curse words okay he cussed him out instead of you blah 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 yeah okay interesting so it sounds like a lot more subtle, bad messaging versus more explicit, like the kind of stuff my parents would censor would be like sex, you know, and outright mm. bad words, you know, bad situations. Mm. I'm sure I could have read a ton of these and my parents wouldn't have cared. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I would give it as much credit as saying there was any intentional messaging at all besides good guy go pew pew. Mm-hmm. Another thing that bothers me about this story is the main character, Lance Kilkenny. Mm-hmm. He is absurdly stoic. Ah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's always the most competent man in the room <laughs> about whatever is going on. Doesn't doesn't matter if it's just about cattle, about guns, about sizing people up for gunfights. And it's just... So he's never wrong. No. Like, even... You remember the part where I told you Chet Ward just told him who the serial killer was? Right. Right as he's being told that in the story, uh, he's just like, I would have known it here real soon anyway, (laughs) because... He had gotten some, uh, oh, what do you call him? Little beep, 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 beep. Telegram? <laughs> yeah, telegram. <laughs> 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 
he got a telegram <laughs> with some people that knew that Steve Ward had a bad history, and uh, he just hadn't read them yet. <laughs> And he was like, ah, yeah, later I would find out that uh, that was indeed the case. Why would I need these hints I have in my back pocket if you can tell me directly? (laughs) (laughs) He he didn't even need to even just be given the answer. He can't even just let... Let someone else know something and him not know. Right. Wow. Or it always has to be presented that he could have known or was about to know. How much of a Mary Sue do you think this was oh gosh because this sounds like the author is really putting it just just Mm -hmm. plastering it on really heavy i i think maybe luke skywalker level of mary sue yeah Hmm. Hmm. also his stoicism when it comes to women is just (laughs) you can't make me feel like that last little bit where i said his penis was a revolver yeah yeah, anytime he, he speaks to a woman, like anytime he's seriously considering a woman that he is allegedly attracted to, he's just like, I'm a dangerous gunman. I can't be having no family. Uh, I'm one, just a one bastard. Day, yeah, one day I'm going to get shot in the back. And that just gets uh, gets real tired. Yeah. Are you rooting for him to like fall in love with a girl? Does he make... Does the author help you feel compassion and desire for this guy to actually settle down and have a wife? I feel like if I was in the demographic, I might have. Mm-hmm. But reading this now, I, I just... Agree with him. You should not have a wife. Yeah, I was like, I just... I hope you die alone. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you die alone hard and confused. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, so murder mystery where the solution is just given, and then he just takes credit anyway. Sick of that. And he doesn't even deal with the murderer. The murderer falls into a trap. Yep, essentially What's the does. Point of that. I don't know. <laughs> it bothers me so badly because <laughs> he's just talking to Royal Barnes about the, I, I guess, basically the philosophy of being a gunfighter. Okay. Yeah, that that cringe, and uh, they just hear a sound outside, <laughs> and it's Steve Ward getting getting murdered by a trap. Does this character come up in other books, or was this a one-off? Oh, Lance Kilkenny? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a series. So is every book of his the same? He comes into a new town, solves their problems, uh, and rides away? This is the first Lance Kilkenny I've read. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, also Steve being a murderer just because he's crazy. And there was no point to the people he killed? Like, there was no rhyme or reason? Nope. They, they were just drifters or someone he just came across, then no one else was around, and he just had an opportunity to um, do a murder. This wasn't even the reason he came to town. He came to town because some other friend wanted help over this land war thing. Yep. How did that get resolved again? The land war thing? The land war? Uh, it mostly doesn't. Like, all the tension and stuff that was built up right. throughout the story doesn't really get resolved. Which, I guess Chet Lord and his son both die, so I guess the Steel Ranch won. <laughs> but those were both heart attack and accident, so it's yeah. not even like... Oh, we did this. We did negotiations. We fought it out. It was yep. just a happenstance. Mm-hmm. That would have gotten resolved regardless of whether Lance Kilkenny came into town. That's a letdown, too. Mm-hmm. He didn't solve either problem. Nope. Uh, useless man. <laughs> no offense. 
<laughs> uh, honestly, if I'm bunched down with Lance Kilkenny, I'm, I'll, I'll take that critique. <laughs> so a lot of the gunfights, the enemies are just like either bags of potatoes holding pistols mm-hmm. or uh, a mile away when uh, the main character f- regains consciousness from getting knocked out by them. Those so, are the only two types of fighting enemy in this in this story. So there's multiple times they could kill him and they don't. Yep. And why don't they? <laughs> P- plot. That's huh. the that's the the only thing keeping Lance Kilkenny through alive. Because like when he's at the bar and Royal Barnes has a rifle within range to kill him as he leaves town, mm-hmm. and just chooses not to, just so he can have a dramatic altercation with him later. Hmm. Because for some reason, he just hates him based on reputation alone. Like these two, it's a reveal at the end of the book, but they've never met. They've only ever heard of each other. And it's just because both of them have a reputation as gunfighters. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I I accept and move on. Okay. Yes. That's kind of what you have to do. I, I have two positives. Really? Yeah. Wow. You must have been digging really deep. Lance Kilkenny does take credit for an accidental death. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Oh. Because uh, at, at one of the <laughs> tense moments in, in the story, he directs Steve Lord to think that there is some bit of evidence in this abandoned little cabin on the way to Apple Canyon. And uh, so- someone's living there. <laughs> Oh no! So Steve Ward just breaks in and murders this guy. Oh my gosh! And then Lance comes across it and he's just like, yeah, this is my fault. <laughs> so got gotta respect that about Lance mm. Kilkenny. Mm-hmm. My bad. He will take credit for a murder. He doesn't do anything about it, but he will take credit for oh, it. Oh, yeah, so just a gener- generic my bad. Yeah. Mm. It's like, no, this is just an NPC. I, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to do anything. Right. Yeah. Also, if you enjoy action-y gunfights, there sure are a lot of them. Hmm. They don't really do much for the story, but they're there if you enjoy putting together the action-y words to, yeah, to make a scene. They can be fun. Yeah. I've been known to just enjoy a random Western type that just has fighting. Mm-hmm. That can be fun. Yeah. So one of my favorite quotes is uh, while Kilkenny is just postulating on his general situation, like he's still trying to figure out the land war stuff and whether there is or is not a serial killer. He was in danger. The thought impressed him little, for he had always been in danger. <laughs> Ugh, so cringe. Are there any other good ones? Oh, yeah. Another misogynistic quote I forgot about. (laughs) This is Rusty and Kilkenny standing on the street as uh, the second woman in the story, Taina Steele, walks by. Wait, what? Taina Steele? Yeah, no, her name isn't Tina. It's Taina. I had to look this up. Taina Steele? Yeah, T-A-N-A. Taina Steele. Okay, okay. (laughs) Whoever... Whoever let him name hmm. these characters should be shot. Like, that one especially, because it just sounds like someone saying Tina, but with, like, a thick southern accent. Like, listen here, Tina. <laughs> that is not what I heard when you first said it. Sorry. Well, what did you think I said? Tainta Steel. 
<laughs> Going back to Colin's. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And she must be really hard to get. Mm. She got a taint of steel. Mm. So uh, this, this is the actual one. <laughs> she sure is pretty, Rusty said thoughtfully, staring after Tana as she rode toward the hotel. I never saw a girl so pretty. Kilkenny grinned. Why don't you marry the girl? He asked. Old Webb needs him a bright young son-in-law, and Tana's quite a gal. Some spoiled, but I reckon a good strong hand would make quite a woman of her. Oh my god. <laughs> so it doesn't explicitly say hitting. Right. Doesn't But need it to. definitely means hitting. Did you ever watch the um, John Wayne movie McClintock? Mm-mm. I don't think I did. The punchline was spanking your wife. Not shocked. Yeah. That's I mean, just what it made me think of. John, John Wayne beat the shit out of his wife in real life, so. Yep. Oh, no, at the end of the movie, they get a, a pan. One of those, uh, what is it you get the ashes out of a, a fireplace with, and it's like metal? Is that little metal? Uh... A fireplace scoop? Yes. They use that to spank her. Bang! Bang! Was the end of the movie. That's so weird. Very weird to watch, watch with your 12-year-old child on repeat and laugh hilariously as a very mean dad. One of dad's favorite movies. Moving on. Uh, this is my last quote. Uh, this is Kilkenny waxing poetically to himself about gunfights. A stranger rides in, wearing his gun tied down, or maybe two guns, and he's got a steel-cold face, and he drinks with his left hand. Well, you know he's bad. You know he's a gun slick. <laughs> the like, left was, hand was is no, bad, people! So... Was no one in the West left-handed? <gasps> Well, you know, that was a trope. Yeah, like, I get it. Like, you know, most people are right-handed and they're going to grab their gun and drink him with their left hand. I, I get it. But Oh, I thought you meant, I thought it meant he was left-handed. No, like, so what it's saying there is he drinks with his left hand so that so his right hand quick. is free to grab the gun. And that's a bad thing in this guy's world? I mean, it just shows that the person is gun-savvy shows that that person is uh, a potentially dangerous person like okay. that's kind of the sizing things up that he does a lot uh, okay okay yeah. so like, this not... is his uh, ex his his observational expertise showing mm -hmm. okay so if you're left-handed lance kilkenny will fucking shoot you <laughs> <laughs> but that's all i could tolerate remembering about the writer of lost creek lance kilkenny do you have a, a, a an opinion of what the worst name in the book was? Definitely Tana. Yeah, that poor, poor child. Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine anyone being given that name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, her introduction in the story is uh, her almost running Lance over while driving a buggy or something. Hmm. And she, she jumps off the buggy and is, like, accusing him like it's his fault. Hmm. That's, that's one of the rude young people. Women are bad drivers, yeah. even in the West. <laughs> oh, no, it got worse. Hmm. Uh, so do any of the women have any positive, like, traits, aside from desirability as a wife? Yeah, Nita, just, she just wants to be a housewife. Mm. And, and Tana just wants her way, so you got your... Your two, your dichotomy of women. You got spoiled young woman who needs a slap, or you got worn out barmaid who wants mm. a husband. Well, how would you rate this wreck? 
Uh, this one is like, it's so mild seeming. I want to give it a D, but it feels like an F. So with your heart, your heart, it's an F. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like that's probably what I would give it to. Yeah. So what are we working on next week, Bugs? I am trying to get through No More Heroes. I thought it was a short story anthology and I was wrong. So it's taking longer than I expected. Yeah. But I expect some superhero shenanigans, some supervillains, and a whole lot of nonsense. Mm. Any of them at the same level as Rebirth of Farmer? So far, that has been about the most nonsensical, mm. and I really wish we could have just done an episode on just that story, because it's nonsensical, but funny. Mm. Some of these other ones are just dark and weird. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm I'm happy to have a, a break from uh, westerns for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'll pull us out some sci-fi and... Mm. Um, take us down a really fun road. Yeah, the one one I've got planned next uh, involves uh, rape and torture, so that'll be a good change of pace. Be uh, time to break out the content warnings. Hmm, hmm. Good thing we recorded those. Yeah. Yep. Bye, everybody. I hope you had a good time with us this week. Thank you for being here, and we hope you'll join us next time on the Bibliorex. Thank you, Bibliofreaks, geeks, and lovers, for joining us today. Send your Biblio recommendations to bibliorex at gmail.com. We are also at Bibliorex on Patreon and all the socials. Thank you for all the bad books and good laughs. Goodbye.